Hi, and welcome to episode... Sorry, every time I say this, I'm so awkward. <laughs> welcome to episode six of last year, the chemo saved my life. I always feel like I should say that first bit professionally, um, but I don't really think I'd speak professionally for any of this, so I don't even know why I try and do that. So before I start on this episode, I will give you some updates from last week. Um, so I said that I would ask the guy that I know that saw me on the plane with my wig on for the first time whether he um, noticed that I was wearing a wig. So I was out with him on Saturday and I asked him and he didn't even have a clue what I was talking about and I explained what day it was and he was like, oh yeah, I remember the day. I didn't notice anything about your hair. And then I said, did you notice that I was being really shifty and not looking at you? And he was like, um, not that I recall, because I was really paranoid that I was like trying not to look at him or make eye contact with him so he wouldn't notice I was wearing a wig. But he said it, he didn't notice me being odd. So yeah, he obviously didn't even know at all that I was wearing a wig. So that's how good it must have looked. But for me, obviously having a wig on top of my hair felt very awkward. So yeah, good to know. And something else cool that I'll update you on is that I have a friend who is um, a committee member of one of the cancer charities over here. And I think, I don't know how often it is, but now and then all of the cancer charities come together and do like a meeting together. I guess at the moment it would be a call. And um, she was on this call the other day and she said that somebody from um, a charity, which is like a teenage cancer charity, actually mentioned my podcast and said that um, somebody they were helping, a cancer, cancer patient, had said that they had heard my podcast and told them about it. So I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, really? I was mentioned on that call. I thought that was really crazy that um, they had spoken about it. So again, thank you everyone for listening. And I must say this week I've had like so many nice messages. I've had nice messages every week, but like people who I wouldn't even expect to listen to this, like a guy I used to work with, um, like stopping me in town to tell me he thought it was really good. So um, also somebody actually um, who's a friend in New Zealand, she was like, oh, I'm listening to it on my drive home. And I'm just like, oh, I can't believe this many people just are actually listening to me just talk to myself in my dining room at home. So last week when I recorded, I felt like when I listened back, well, I felt like when I recorded it, I was really tired. I keep telling everyone I recorded it really late at night, but it was actually like 9.30 on a Friday night. But that for me is late. So um, I felt like when I listened back that I sounded really tired in it or like sleepy. I don't know if I did. Everyone, all my friends have been like, no, you sounded normal. So I'm recording it earlier this week, 7pm. So I should be awake for another hour or so to get this done so hopefully I'll be a bit more lively this week so I'm gonna tell you about um like the way I ate and about my diet and vitamins and stuff I took when I was ill um I need to be clear I'm not a medical professional I'm not a dietitian I'm not a nutritionist like please don't follow anything I'm telling you unless you you know decide that you personally want to do that yourself or speak to your doctor or anyone that you feel you might want to speak to about it. I'm just going to explain what I did because, I don't know, it might help someone. Um, the way I was eating definitely wasn't unhealthy. It was a much healthier than I've ever eaten in my life. So I don't feel like it would harm anyone to eat the way I was eating. But I'm just going to explain how I ate and how I changed my diet. But I really don't want anybody to take any advice from me because I'm just a girl who works in finance. I think I would have just told everyone 
at what I did um, and wouldn't have thought much of it. But like now I know that people like cancer charities are speaking about me or maybe recommending people listen to my podcast. I'm kind of more conscious about what I suggest or what I say I did because I just don't want any like medical professional to be annoyed at what I'm saying but I'm genuinely just telling you the truth every episode I'm just gonna tell you the truth of what happened to me or what I did um so yeah it's just part of my process so I am gonna tell you um but like I say just don't take any advice from me do what's right for you so as soon as I found out I was sick I did what I imagine most people do when they find out they've got cancer or have any illness is looked up what like I should be eating, shouldn't be eating. And um, I'm sure like loads of you have seen, there's loads of programs out there about how like eating meat can cause cancer, um, how veganism and plant-based diets are better for you in general. I'm not saying that me eating meat caused me to get cancer, but when you're told that, you will literally try, well, I know I personally would literally have tried anything, eaten anything, done anything just to get better. So um, I decided at that point that I was going to go vegan. So this is coming from somebody who's never, ever really thought about their diet. I mean, the most I thought about a diet was like if I was due to work at the boxing, because sometimes I work as a ring girl at the boxing. If I was due to do that, I might think, oh, I need to lay off the burgers for a couple of days. But other than that, like I'd never really thought about my diet or what I was putting in my body. So, um, yeah, my first thing was, right, I'm going to go vegan. So I messaged the girls, my friends, saying, like, right, I'm going vegan. So they're all like, okay, like, we're going to support you. So they changed our our WhatsApp group name, was changed to Vegan Support Squad. And then, like, some of the girls were like, right, I'll do it with you. I think quite a few of them, actually. There's, like, 11 of us in a WhatsApp group. And I think quite a few of them were like, we'll do it. One was like, sorry, Carly, and I love cheese. I'm not doing it. Um, So everybody was like, yeah, we'll do it with you. So my mum and sister, I think, I don't know if my sister did. Definitely my mum was like, okay, I'll do it as well. Like, you're living in the house. I'm going to be making you food. Like, I'll do it as well. So, like, first day, mum's making, like, this massive, like, delicious like salad and there was like loads of fruit and I was like oh wow she's really taking this seriously and then I kid you not literally within 24 hours my mum was giving me a lift somewhere I opened the car door got in the car and there was a half-eaten box or packet of MS sausage rolls on the passenger seat and I was like you Judas like pretending to me that you were joining me being a vegan and you've got a packet of half-eaten sausage rolls here and she's like pretending she doesn't know where they came from like I didn't eat them so needless to say I don't think any of my friends or family lasted probably more than a week um on this vegan diet I actually think my my friend Sam I think she actually did longer than anyone else um but very nice of them all to try and join me but I think they I think when you're sick it's so so easy to stick to a diet or stick to a certain way of eating or drinking because it's so important but otherwise I know personally like from before before I was sick I would never have been able to stick to, you know, like a certain rule of the way I was going to eat. So um, totally understandable why none of them could stick with me on that. But I actually did the entire time I was eating. I then was eating like just a plant-based diet. 
I knew that if I mentioned this, the way I, this plan that I was going to eat a plant based diet to um, my oncology doctors, that they would be like, no, no, don't, that's not going to make any difference. Um, and before we went to, so I had an appointment, I think it was like, I don't know what it was for. I think it was discuss my treatment plan. And I said to my mum, mum, whatever you do before we go in, don't mention the plant-based diet because they're, they're just going to tell me like not to eat like that because I was quite thin and I thought they'd probably be like, no, you need strength. Um, so she had like one thing she wasn't allowed to say. And the second we got in there, she went, right, so she's doing this uh, plant-based diet. And I was like, cheers, mum. So... As expected, the doctors were like, don't do any diet, just eat, you know, just eat the way you always do. You need to keep your strength up. But I will say the way I was eating when I was on the plant-based diet was a thousand times better than what my original diet was. Like I was eating more fruit and veg than I've ever eaten in my life. There's n- there can be no wrong with eating fruit and veg. I was eating like really good stuff and I was making sure that I was getting enough like protein, but just in a different way. So I definitely wasn't you know, like not eating, I was eating probably actually more than ever, but just better food. So in my head, I thought, this can't be bad for me, I'm being healthy, I'm being healthier than I've ever been. So I didn't see any, any issue with me doing that. Um, so like throughout treatment, my mum would always make me like these like smoothies, we obviously have, you know, like a blender, like most people have, um, make me smoothies like full of spinach and all like green fruit and veg. And every time, actually, I think every day I had one of those maybe for breakfast until basically when you start chemo, your taste buds really change and stuff that you could eat before suddenly makes you feel sick. Um, So I did stop at some point. But yeah, the majority of the time I was having like a really green, healthy smoothie for breakfast, which again, before I don't even think I ate breakfast before. I don't know if eating meat can or not eating meat can prevent you from getting cancer I don't know I'm not like a scientist but I do know that for my own peace of mind that knowing that I was doing everything I possibly could do to help myself get better was much better for my peace of mind so I just think that do you know what even if you're eating much better just for your mental health if you don't believe it's going to make a difference to your illness do it like for me personally I think it's like changed my whole life the way I eat like I have more energy I feel better my skin's better like there's so many benefits from my diet now compared to my old diet I probably was like gray before well I did have cancer but I mean I also didn't eat very well so I probably looked rubbish so another thing that I then to be honest It was more so probably me being paranoid, but I then kind of became paranoid about drinking tap water. Um, I really don't want to like tell you these things and make anyone else have new things they're paranoid about. I'm just going to tell you what I personally changed. So I started drinking only bottled water um, or filtered water, specifically um, one that has a pH level of 7.4 or above. I'll explain why about that in a minute. Um, Sorry, just a side note, I've just put on my dinner and I really hope you can't hear it, but we've got a gas oven. So sorry if there's now a bit of background noise, it's my pasta boiling. 
So there's one um, thing that I have changed and I don't think I will ever, ever change back is that I now will, if I can help it, like if I go out to a restaurant, I obviously can't help it and I don't think about it. If I go out to a restaurant or if I go to someone's house for dinner, but when I shop, I only buy organic food because if I can, because um, organic food, like Waitrose, for example, has loads of organic food. Like you can basically get, nearly every item in organic there um and then like some other supermarkets don't have much so if I can get it in in organic I'll get it in organic if I can't I won't like dwell on it too much but um you know like fruit and veg that isn't grown organically is grown with pesticides and I've done a lot of research into Hodgkin's lymphoma that I had And I would just say this, no doctor has ever told me what could have possibly caused me to get sick. They, I don't think they can tell me because they'll never know. But if for my own peace of mind, I can know that I'm eating organic fruit and veg that isn't grown with pesticides, and I can know that I'm not doing anything that could potentially cause me to get sick, then I'll just feel better in myself about that. Now, shock horror the one thing I have never, ever, ever thought about, which I really, really should have, and I'm really shocked at myself, um, is that obviously Prosecco is grown the same way, it's like fruit. So it's grown with pesticides unless it's organic. And for some reason, I've just like blocked out that Prosecco could ever be an issue for me. So I'm buying organic fruit and veg, organic pasta, literally everything you can think of in organic, and I've still been buying bloody normal Prosecco. And I hadn't even thought about it. Somebody actually messaged me the other week and said to me, Oh, have you looked into um Prosecco pesticides? I was like, No. Looked it up, now I'm scared of Prosecco. So I've actually found um Love Wine. Um, which is obviously in Jersey, um, they actually do a really nice, even better, because it's skinny, a skinny organic Prosecco. So I tried that the other week and it was actually really nice. And do you know what? It's like double the price of normal Prosecco. But one thing I do not care about is money. Like my health comes first. Like I can't bear when people say to me, oh, you buy organic fruit and veg, it's so expensive. And I'm like, um, my health is more important than spending an extra 50p on some tomatoes. Um, so I just, I don't care. I don't care if it costs, do you know what, if a bottle of Prosecco costs me 30 quid, if I know that I feel safer drinking it, then that's just my preference. And do you know what, I probably am really paranoid. I probably am really OTT, but this is my life now. Like I am paranoid every day about everything. And I think about things that other people would never have to think about. But if I can just do something that's going to make me feel better, then I'll do it. So I actually um, then, so I was eating a plant-based diet and then I actually started looking into something which is to do with like, um, so each food has like, is either classed as alkali or acidic. And it was something to do with, do you know what? I can't remember the scientific details of it. There had been a study that showed that if you only eat alkali food, um, something to do with like cancer not being able to survive again if you spoke to a doctor about this they'll probably say that is a load of beep um or if you spoke to a nutritionist about it they'll probably say no wrong but I don't care I was like I'm gonna try anything so then I started 
look at so basically like online you can get i just googled it you can get like a full list of like every food that is acidic and every food that is classed as alkali and i basically just like only ate where i could the alkali foods and that's what i did so i basically was eating like plant-based food and doing this alkali thing but like there's so many foods like it's not like you're limited to to eat like i could eat whatever i wanted really to an extent um so that was something else i did and then that brings me back to the water so the water um i can't remember exactly what it was now i read but anyway it was recommended that you drink water that had a ph level of 7.4 or above people might be listening to this and think you have lost your mind maybe i have but like i've said i'm so paranoid about everything now so if i can just do little things that i've maybe read about then do you know if i ever i mean touch wood i hopefully it will never happen to me again but if i ever got sick again at least i would know or i would feel that i had done kind of everything in my power to prevent that from happening so i just when i found out i was sick i actually was disgusted at the way i'd been living like my diet and how like I didn't drink water and just like everything basically the way I ate the way I drank I was just disgusted at myself like why didn't you look after your body so if I can just make small changes that now I don't really even think that much about going shopping I just automatically pick up organic stuff if I can make little changes that help me to feel better in myself then that's that's all I need which then brings me to my next point which is The amount of times people have said to me, oh, why do you only drink bottled water? That's not going to make any difference. It's no different to tap water. Why do you only eat organic fruit and veg? It's no different. And it actually bothers me when people say that to me because I think, I just think, I sometimes say it to them, trust me, if you were diagnosed with cancer, you would probably do the same. Like, I don't think anyone should tell anyone else how they should eat. Like, I think we see this quite a lot where people are like, oh, vegans, this, vegans, that. I'm like, why do you care how someone else is eating? I think as long as you're not shoving it down someone else's throat, it's fine. Like, I definitely do not sit on a table with people eating meat and say, oh, you shouldn't eat meat. In fact, I I now actually sometimes eat meat, but rarely. But I don't think, like, you should have an issue with the way somebody else is choosing to eat. Like, I just, I don't really get that. But anyway, so yeah, I don't like when people's, question the way I'm eating or the fact I drink gallons of bottled water a day I just think you do you and I'll do me this actually is another good point I need to make um so this also leads me then on to um people trying to shove alternative medicines or therapies down my throat so I was told I had cancer. I was told the way to get rid of cancer was chemotherapy. I had never liked taking even a paracetamol. And like, I'm always a bit funny about taking pills. But when you're told you have cancer, I personally feel it'd be very silly not to follow medical advice. I know that some people choose not to. That's completely up to them. Everyone is entitled to their own like choice in life. But I had chosen to listen to my doctors and have have chemotherapy. Obviously, that's what I was going to do. I was out in um, a nightclub in Jersey, and when you could go to nightclubs, remember? And I don't know, I think it was a weeknight, because it was very, very quiet out. 
And anyway, I don't know how this happened, but I got chatting to some guy and he was like, oh, um, I was literally like leaving the bar and he was like, oh, um, can you come to, I'm doing a charity fundraiser next week. Could you come? And I was like, oh, what day is it on? And he said Friday. And I was like, oh, actually I can't because, so at this point I still had hair. So he wouldn't have like known I was there. I said, I actually can't. I'm, I've got chemotherapy next Friday. And he was like, oh, you're having chemotherapy. And I, I was like, oh yeah. And then I kind of knew the guy. He like is friends with somebody who I went to school with. Um, But he then proceeded to tell me that I should not have chemotherapy. I can't have it. It will kill me. Um, His charity thing he was doing was for something to do with like cannabis and like alternative therapies. And you know what? Each their own. And I actually do personally believe that cannabis does kill cancer. However... I still wasn't going to not have chemotherapy when it was going to save my life. So I'm stood outside this bar. I was like freezing. I remember like I was waiting to go to get a taxi and he was like talking to me for ages and was like telling me how I couldn't have chemotherapy. It was the worst thing I could do. I had to just try whatever it was he was trying to, you know, sell. And I was like, no. And I actually, it was like actually upsetting me because I was like, why is he he's like scaring me he was really scaring me about chemotherapy and I hadn't started treatment I don't think at this point anyway I think I was due to start and I remember just like walking away like oh my god am I making the right choice here having chemotherapy and that is so wrong like nobody should be telling someone else don't have chemotherapy you need to do this I'm all for like alternative medicines as well as a medical treatment that's going to help you but I just don't think people should be forcing their opinions on stuff like that on somebody who's actually in that position. If you haven't personally been affected or had been told you've got cancer, I don't think you're in any position to give somebody who has got cancer advice on what they should or shouldn't be doing. And that's how I feel on that. So just if anyone's... I, I mean, I don't think many people would do that, but if anyone's thinking of telling somebody that they shouldn't have chemotherapy don't do that like this is their life and they can choose what they're going to do and how they're going to do it and that leads me nicely on to cbd oil so i think people have this like misconception of cbd oil that like it's illegal it's a drug it's not it's i I mean i'm not like a specialist on it but it's basically like got the qualities of cannabis but without the drug part in it so um i mean there's things things information out there that says that it can help cancer again in my position gonna try anything so at the time actually my friend at work who had like been through me coming with the lump and me finding out cancer she actually gave me some cbd oil that she had and said take this so i took it home took that so just like you drop two drops of it under your tongue every day kind of like hold your tongue still let it go into your system and that's it you don't feel weird you don't feel really anything you might I mean people use it for anxiety so you might feel better um but it's not a drug it's absolutely fine to take um I will say like obviously if you're having chemotherapy or any kind of treatment maybe check with your doctor that it's okay to take that but um yeah if it's gonna maybe help, it's worth a try. I still actually use CBD oil now. Um, I do two drops under my tongue every day. Um, and I get it from Jersey Hemp website. So I like knowing that it's locally 
produced. Um, but yeah, again, I'm not telling anyone that you should or shouldn't do this. This is just what I did. And again, if it's another thing that could potentially help, it's worth a go. And then finally, um, I took some supplements every day. Do you know what? I had loads that I took. I think I took like six a day, but I actually, for the life of me, can't even remember what they were now. So the ones that I still take now are um, organic turmeric. I think that's how you say it. I never know if it's turmeric or turmeric, but I think it's turmeric. Um, and apparently it's best to get the one that is like combined with black pepper because apparently it helps it digest in your system better. Um, I also take organic spirulina. They're like little green tablets. Um, don't ask me what they do. I think I was just recommended to take them. So with anything um, like this, I think that when you're having chemotherapy or any kind of cancer treatment, the best thing to do always before you take anything is to just check with oncology that it's okay to do so. I mean, the majority of things like... Um, that I'm suggesting here like vitamins and stuff probably absolutely fine to take but I wouldn't want to tell anyone to do anything that might you know make them worse or react with their chemo so just always check with um, your doctor before you take any kind of supplement but yeah that's what I took I did take some other things and I can't remember what they were um I know I messaged somebody recently about them so I'll find them and next episode I'll update you I think it was like maybe one other vitamin I took you can literally get um supplements like that probably anywhere online if you just google it I'm sure there'll be plenty of sites that come up uh but if you're having issues I'm sure I can find some online and recommend them to you um so yeah that's basically what I did to change my life and my health um and look at me now I'm very healthy so I did obviously have chemotherapy I don't know if the diet made any difference at all I don't know if the CBD made any difference at all I don't know if the supplements did I don't know if drinking bottled water at 7.4 pH level makes any difference however in my head I feel better knowing that I've done everything that I can do that I can physically do for myself to keep myself healthy so that gives me peace of mind and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I really want to give you a more fun episode. However, I feel like before I can go on to the fun stuff, I need to cover starting chemotherapy. So um, I'll probably cover that next episode. And then the week after, I'm going to get um, two of my best friends, Lucy and Christy, on. And we are going to tell you about when we went to watch Taylor Swift when I was told I wasn't allowed to travel anywhere. Always wanted to bend the rules. Um, so yeah, next week I think we'll just be on um, starting chemotherapy, what oncology's like and all that jazz. So thank you for listening again. Hope everyone has a lovely weekend and I will be back next week. Very good timing to finish up there because as you can probably hear, my throat's getting croaky, which means I'm getting tired because it is 8 p.m., and my pasta had actually run out of water and was about to burn. I'm probably the only person on earth that can burn pasta.